The baker's in my backpack. I've been carrying around the weight for a long time now. Unravel the lines waved in the dust, written where you might see them. I created a path so you may find me lying in the ink, soaking my coat over here alone, only for you. Who lets me crumble, carve with a Welcome to Slim Radio Live Sessions. I'm Borka and I'm sitting here with a very special person today, Suzanne. Hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for playing this beautiful song. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually very, very happy that you're here because I've been listening to that one song you have out all the time. So it's very special that you're going to play it for us today. Um, but first, let's talk about this first song. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's about? Because there's this beautiful metaphor already in the beginning of of the title, like Garden in Wool. What What is it about, really? Yeah, it was about the beginning of the corona crisis, I think. And um, yeah, it, I've, 
when that when that all started, I didn't feel like I had a, a solid base to uh, to stay for a longer time, um, and so I traveled uh, a lot between places and couldn't really, yeah, feel that yeah I couldn't really feel uh, home or I didn't feel home at some at everything everywhere I went, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, yeah, at in in the end, I I went to um, to Germany to the uh, yeah to Germany and there was uh, there was this big garden and the sun was always shining and it felt like I that in a place that I uh, wasn't allowed to maybe call home I did really felt like home so it's the in the in the song it's like the garden in woolen hands. Uh, so in a garden in the hands of the people that that lived there, uh, but I thought that gardening wool was like a a cool title for the the whole yeah sphere or the whole the whole vibe of the song. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting you mentioned home because when I was listening to the song that you were performing, I was really thinking like this has such a nostalgic and like dreamy vibe, and it's got this like vulnerability in it and. Was it something that you did on purpose, like make it into something fragile and something very intimate, or was it just, did it just come like that? Yeah, I think it maybe just just came like that. Yeah, I um, no, it didn't, wasn't intentional uh, yet to write it in a specific way. It just developed like that. Mm, yeah. yeah, and how long did it take to write this song? Because it's, I feel like it's quite. A complex one and it's got like you know different parts that are like kind of flowing together but still like you can feel that it was really built up and there was I I to me it feels like there was a lot of thought put into it and a lot of metaphors happening and yeah <laughs> yeah actually it it didn't uh, took that long to write it there was a, a different ending in the beginning and it, that was also for an assignment at the conservatory uh, but in the end, when I when I um, uh, delivered it to the to the to the staff on the conservatory, I just cut the end off and <laughs> I left it like this. Yeah. Yeah. So was it for an assignment in the f- in the first place? Yeah, it had the it was uh, about uh, the chord progressions, and you had to use like five different uh, uh, t- tone ladders, five different yeah. uh, scales. Yeah, wow. So. Then it's crazy how an assignment can turn into something so personal and, mm. and beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's interesting because our listeners don't know, but you are actually going to the Conservatory of Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are you? Which year are you in right now? Uh, last year, mm, oh. my exams almost. Yeah. Oof, exciting stuff. Yeah, also really scary because of the of the the time we're living in. Also, yeah, we're not really working towards anything it's really just uh, in two months I got my final exam and then it's it's over and what wow. then what, what's next you know yeah I can imagine and also having to spend your last year in this weird weird situation mm-hmm. it can be yeah. yeah um but do you feel like this was something this whole corona thing that was inspiring or demotivating for you yeah, I, th- I think both ways, actually. Um, it wasn't really that inspiring because there's there's not a lot of input. You and most yeah, mostly you 
you go places and you meet new people and stories de develop themselves. But um, yeah, when you're always stuck in your in your own space or in the same space, there's not really much uh, flowing. Uh, so it, I really needed to watch a lot of movies and uh, talk to a lot of people through the phone and keep myself busy to um, to get to that inspiration and to to develop new things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can. I think I can relate to that feeling because. I don't know, a lot of my friends and I also went through this phase where in the beginning everyone was so preoccupied with mm -hmm. new hobbies, I'm going to learn how to bake bread, I'm going to, I don't even know, like come up with a new technique on how to saw things mm -hmm. and, and at some point, you know, that kind of calmed down and then we all, I feel like we all kind of started thinking about ourselves and like where we are in the world. Mm -hmm. At least for me, that was like that. I don't know if that is something for you as well, that maybe you channeled it through music. Yeah, not really through music. Maybe uh, I, yeah, I developed way more pers on a personal level instead of, uh, yeah, on uh, work-related things or maybe creative, creative-related things, anything. It was more like a, a personal journey for me and also um, with my family and... Things like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, would you say that? Well, actually, I'm. I was gonna ask you, uh, the songs that you brought us today, that you're gonna play for us, were they made during this time or were they made no, before? No, no. Gardening Wool is like the most recent one. Mm -hmm. Candles in Spring is like I made it three years ago, and uh, Tell Me is like already five years old. I wow. think. Wow. <laughs> so that's yeah. quite a, a pool of. Yeah, a pool of songs. That's really nice. And um, are these going to be on a on the same album at some point, or yeah, is it I, something I you can't so. disclose yet? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I really want to make an album, and I'm now uh, working on my first EP. But I don't think that I will release that uh, really soon. Uh, I think it's it might be good to take a bit more time and then drop a full album maybe next year or something because I think that. There are a lot of songs that um, deserve a place on uh, on an album or on an EP, and I think it's really hard to uh, make the right choices to for an EP to pick the right songs. So yeah. I just want um, one maybe big work of the things I've made the last few years. Yeah, yeah it's interesting how you said deserve, like. It's kind of it kind of sounds like there's a hierarchy between like EP, LP or single. Mm. So, do you think that an album has to be like a story, a special like bouquet of flowers sort of for the audience or is it yeah, is there something else behind this deserve? Yeah, I don't know. I I I write now for a few years uh, music and I never really until last month I there I finally uh, got the courage to put something out there, but I think music is always developing and I'm always developing. And um, yeah, I think it's it's really hard to um, to put something out when you're never really or maybe satisfied with what you make or um, make new things that are maybe better than the things you you've written before. So it's really hard um, to make that choice or to... Yeah. To yeah, choose, definitely. Yeah. I I totally relate to that because I feel like it's 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 one thing to be critical of yourself, but also 
once you release something in the world, it's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to accept that it's there forever, sort of. I mean, you can take it off. But, mm -hmm. you know, event like whatever you put out on the internet stays there for sure. And looking back from a couple of years now, like, what are you going to think about your stuff? And are you going to like it still? Are you going to be like, oh, that sucks? Or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I can totally understand that. Um Yeah, but this has actually got me interested in hearing another song, maybe. Uh, I, I know that you have this one song out already, and I'm hoping that you could play for us, um, if you would like to, of course. Mm -hmm. I will. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I will. Then let's hear it. Oh, 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 
Wow, that was absolutely beautiful. Candles in Spring. This is the single you have out already. And this is the one I've been listening to for a very long time. <laughs> and hearing it live, it was a whole different experience. I really, really loved it. And again, there was this vulnerability, yet power in it. I, I really don't know how you do it, but it's just so beautiful. Um, Thank you. Yeah, again, like... I feel like there's like a recurrent motive in your lyrics sometimes. Like there's a lot of metaphors and there's a lot of nature and appreciating it in there. Like spring, garden, all these things. They're so mm -hmm. beautiful. Is this is this something that is of value to you, the connection to nature? Mm, I don't I don't really think the connection to nature, but more the connection to, to yourself or to, to, to the self. Um, and I think we are always in in contact or in how do you say that in um, yeah connected connected to also to nature so um, yeah it's not really um, that I I really want to use nature uh, things that are have to that have to do with nature but more um, yeah I don't know. <laughs> No, it, it makes sense, though. Like, I, I guess, like, I feel like to you it really comes naturally, everything that you say and sing and, and, and just perform. Like, I was looking at you and you had your eyes closed and it was just <laughs> such an intimate time. feeling. Like, it was so beautiful <laughs> to see it because it really looks like you are feeling, like, what you sing. And mm. I think that's very special because a lot of artists tend to, you know, act and perform Mm -hmm. um, but you seem like you have this very natural, <laughs> yeah, standing in the stage. It, I find it really cool. Thank um, you. But at the conservatory, I know that uh, there's a lot of emphasis on like performance and standing out there. So what do you think about this whole stage image? What is it for you? What is it like for you? Um, do you mean f for how I do it, how I perform? Um, yeah, in like... Yeah. relationship to other people or um, of how they do it or what do you mean maybe it's like how you feel about performing and and what is like does it matter to you what other people see you doing or is it really yeah. oh, something yeah. super mm -hmm. inside of you and yeah I don't yeah I always uh yet get to hear from other from other people that I close my eyes too much and in that way maybe lose uh, the connection with the people who are listening. I would disagree. I think it was way more powerful like that. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just had to say that. Whoever said that is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. It's also maybe because I find performing also still a bit scary, although I do it like for such a long time. Um, but it's, yeah, it's something that you never get used to in especially in this in this time when you um when you don't perform that's that regularly or that often um it's it's it gets way more scary every time when you got a chance to do it again yeah yeah it's kind of like you know practicing an instrument or something if you're mm -hmm. if you're out of the practice then the next time you perform in front of people it's terrifying i guess yeah exactly and i also have to press and yeah, press so many button buttons on the on the vocal performer and on the keyboard and going to the next patch and turning on knobs and everything and 
putting up putting up faders. Yeah, so that was quite impressive, actually. When yeah, you but it's did. it's so much um, also so much work for me and so much to think about and also to perform candles in spring in this way because it was it is rewritten and it was way different um, before. Um, but to perform it in this way for the first time also it is it was so much to think about and so many things that I, I want I wanted to sound a, a certain way and to 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 do that it it needs all the all the, the details and all the things so yeah of course and, so ma wait. and maybe it's also uh, the reason why I close my eyes to really focus ah, on yeah. everything I, that I need to do yeah so this was the first time you performed this yeah like, in this in this wow. Way, yeah. <laughs> Well, did you hear that? This is the first time that Suzanne performed us this beautiful song. That's very cool. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. And yes, about the buttons, I was looking. It was very impressive. <laughs> well, the podcast listeners can't really see what was happening, but basically there was a lot of technical stuff going on. <laughs> um, and does that leave you space for feeling actually what you're singing? Like, or does that distract you a little bit? Yeah, and in one way it distracts me, of course, uh, but in the other way it's it's something that I've written, so it's some it's part of me also, and in that way it never loses its connection, I think, with the one who've written the song. If you if I'm the if I'm the the writer of the song and also the the performer of the song, it's there's always this uh, connection. It's will be different when I. Well, when I will um, perform a cover or something, you know. Yeah. Do you do that often? Not really often. No. I today I uh, put out a cover of Massive Attack's Teardrop. Oh. And sometimes um, live I do a cover of Moses Sumney's Doomed. Um, Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah, but not that often. Yeah. And where can we check out this cover? Just for the people who are interested uh, on youtube on my personal account yeah. okay we're gonna link it in the description for you guys <laughs> that's awesome i'm very curious um and actually i was gonna ask you about this because you said massive attack and i did think about teardrop at some point when i heard your music i was like she's got that vibe she really has that vibe and you also have this bjork vibe very strong Björk vibe and Soko vibe and like you're oh, you're kind of Soko. Soko, I've never heard of oh, Soko. I'm going to okay. show you after the <laughs> nice. after this session. Yeah, it's like you kind of have the vibe of all the artists I really admire in one. It's like you're <laughs> this combo and it's so cool. And I'm really fangirling over it because you have a very special voice. Um I don't think it's something that people hear often. And do you how do you feel about yeah have like being this kind of different with this different voice like you don't you know you don't sound like i don't know whichever basic pop singer but you have this very unique voice like do you do you realize that actually no not not really no ah. but also because i'm yeah and i'm daily surrounded by 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 pretty and cool and amazing voices of other singers and other people that that are really inspiring and also really inspiring me. Um, so I don't really, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't not really uh, stand stand still. Uh, yeah. Point, uh, things like that. No. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so other people are inspiring you then, right? So this, do you have this musician community at the conservatory? Is it like a family or is it? No, not. Yeah, maybe it's it's a really small group of twenty five people each year. Um, so you know, you 
grow together and you you play a, a lot you, you play a lot together also mm. of course on the conservatory um so you get to know each other and it's yeah it's a, it's really yeah because of there are not many people it's um yeah maybe a little family but also everybody's doing it's or here is or her thing so yeah. it's not um and especially also in this time again yeah you don't see each, each other very often so yeah I wonder what it's like to to be conservatory and and having to do like online education or remote mm-hmm. education it's so strange because it's a contact education you mm-hmm. have to yeah, practice you have to be yeah. there how does that work recently now f- uh since the since last summer we've been able to uh do a few lessons uh in the in the building again so band uh, lessons and private uh, private lessons so for me vocal lessons and keys uh, lessons are now in the building but all the other things are the are now online yeah mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense i guess well i hope that you know it's going to better going to be better in the future for you guys yeah, it must be too. a strange situation especially for the music business mm-hmm. but I don't know if you remember, but it just came to my mind that you said about 10 minutes ago um that you you like you had to gather the courage to to release your first song online and it was this song. Mm-hmm. Um what what made you release it? Like what was the pushing factor in this? Um what was the pushing factor? Um yeah, I've I maybe felt the the urge to really put yeah finally put something out there also because uh people couldn't find me also online so people were asking me from do you have music online i was like no sorry <laughs> so it was i think it was time now to to put something out and i've worked together with a producer and at first it was this, it was a song with only like a rhodes and a few drum uh things but he made it like way more characteristic and way more personal and also um yeah a lot more me i think mm-hmm. and also uh, showed me that there are so many ways to to make a song and to remake a song and he, yeah he showed me like um that it's that it's it's allowed to change uh, songs and to change the correct the yeah the main core of a song also that it yeah. uh, can develop in a whole new thing and yeah. also really be re- also really uh yeah Yeah, it, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely nice. So it's like he kind of taught you flexibility in a sense, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting though, because when you release it, though, like that is something that people are gonna listen and know that that is the song. You know, mm-hmm. um, isn't that scary a little bit? Yeah, it is in in one way, but in the other way, I'm really happy that it's out now and that it's something that is maybe a f- final version of at at some point yeah it's it's kind of a, a final version um but i still got the space and the freedom to change it also live mm-hmm. so to maybe put another uh chorus in it or maybe make another thing longer or shorter so it's not it's never really uh a, a, f- a final thing i think it's yeah. maybe like a a tussenfase and maybe a bit more in the middle or yeah yeah And I guess, you know, when you perform it, you always kind of 
rephrase the song mm-hmm. and you maybe tweak it a little or it just becomes a little bit like you just create a live version of it and I think also the version you played for us it was also kind of different and beautiful in its own way mm-hmm. um and just one last question about this song because I'm really obsessed with it <laughs> what 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 inspired it what what's what's behind the lyrics oh man so <laughs> many people ask me that um it has i think yeah it's it's actually really open for interpretation um so i first written um written it's like i i came up with this metaphor like candles in spring for what um i really wanted to do something with candles and i was think i was thinking um in what season candles uh are like fitting in the most and that is like in winter with the christmas days so uh, spring is like the next season that comes after christmas maybe mm-hmm. um so it's um yeah i don't know it was like a weird some putting something of a weird context in 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 something um and with that um yeah I, I was thinking about all the other seasons and about the summer that is yeah, there there was actually also an uh, another verse that is now uh, written out of it and that was that was about um the summer and the and the autumn also mm. so that is also really funny maybe to know um definitely it's exclusive content slim radio yeah. live sessions <laughs> yeah but um yeah i don't know i maybe s- saw it like uh it's i personalized it uh a bit more the candle in the spring and then her time stopped there but who is who is she you know mm-hmm. so um yeah she could she could be me but she could also be somebody else and she could also i was uh I wanted to re- to make a video clip of an uh, of a small girl who represented the the spring in in a dead forest also hmm. um but it's her love and her kind of purity in her in in, in that's inside her uh, wasn't enough to make everything bloom again um so that's also maybe a, a cool metaphor that things not always can be fixed or definitely yeah. wow that is something very special. <laughs> it's really beautiful how you use metaphors with with what you want to convey. It's I think it's remarkable because you know there are some artists who really just like to say things as it is and like I love you, I miss you, you <laughs> Goodbye. know. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's a very cool thing that what you do that you really use this poetry. I think it's also poetry what you do actually. Do you write poetry? By any chance? <laughs> yeah, not, not sometimes, not not really often, but also, um, yeah, if I write pro- poetry, I I also want to use it in lyrics, so it's not really only like a like a poetic piece. Yeah, or, yeah. Mm, so it kind of intertwines with music then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That is that is a true artist right there. I think someone <laughs> who can use any type of art to express herself. So. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks. So I heard the birdies told me that you have one more song for us. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if you would be up for playing it for us. Yes, of course. Yeah. Amazing. Take it away. <laughs> ¶¶ 
Wow, that was something else. That was something dark and powerful. And the the part where you were just kind of like shouting your heart out, I I really I almost cried. It was very very powerful, <laughs> and it was so different. Because um, you know we had we heard two beautiful melancholic nostalgic dreamy songs, and then you come in with this powerful piece. What is this all about? What what's happening here? Yeah, what's happening? It's it's maybe a bit more more upfront also in the lyrics. Lyrics are way more like in your face instead Very of Very true. We just yeah. talked about that before this song that mm-hmm. you like metaphors and this one is really like tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so tell me. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what is it about? <laughs> yeah, it was it was written in uh like a few years ago when I was maybe not in such a great place as I am in now. Um, and at then it's, it's, uh, it was about uh, people around me who were all getting like relationships and I was a bit younger also. And I th- felt like I would never maybe be enough for a relationship or there was something wrong with me that I couldn't feel really feel love or something. Um, then later uh, I developed a relationship and uh, so that story just... Uh, didn't uh yeah didn't speak to me really anymore because i didn't feel that everything i was uh i was telling true tell me um <laughs> that, that, that was genuine mm-hmm. so then i decided to change it a bit and it went about um friendships and maybe not uh, being really great at um at uh, yeah, holding together a, fr- a friendship or being with another person also. Um, but also, I felt like I I was an okay friend, but I didn't feel felt a genuine um, friendship or something. I I, th- I always felt like a kind of a disconnection between me and people or something, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was. Um, but now. I maybe realized a bit more and it's I also let it maybe go of me so now it's got another meaning (laughs) (laughs) and now it's more um, about yeah maybe the afterlife and what will be next also and so the lyrics um, it's also about that the warmth in yeah that I'm saying what is this warmth that everybody has in their hearts and that I ain't got but maybe also like that's the that spark of the, the soul that leaves the body when when we die. So but then will, will I ever see you? The last phrase of the of the song is then um, maybe about a God that exists of the, or doesn't exist. Who knows, you know? Yeah. So it's also, re- yeah, it's also again, uh, yeah, a an, an whole new context or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite an amazing transformation that this song went through. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. know what's interesting is that the last little piece of lyric could also still fit the first one. Yeah, like, when course, will I see yeah. you? You know, like when you haven't experienced love and you just feel like you can't, like th- you can't find anyone who you could love like that. And then mm-hmm. you just ask, like, when will I see you? Mm-hmm. So it's it's quite amazing this song i think it's probably going to my, be my favorite so i hope you release this soon yeah i i hope too yeah this was, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. this was yeah this was quite something and you know it also kind of made me think a little about a little bit about the um, 
the topic of mental health, it really mm-hmm. felt yeah. like it was a lot of struggles in there and a lot of uncertainties and mm-hmm. wanting to know what what life brings you and also a lot of loneliness, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like this... Yeah, just it, I kind of imagined as you were singing it, I closed my eyes because you also closed your eyes and I also felt like I need to close my eyes mm-hmm. for this. And I just imagined myself sort of like shouting at people who can't hear me and like it's like there's a glass around me. That's how he felt. Is there something connected to mental health in there as well? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, um, yeah, as I said in the beginning, that maybe um, not being good enough for other people. There was I, when I was younger, I was also really struggling with mental health and also with weight and everything. So um, it's also a bit about that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. there's a lot of, yeah, there's also a lot of personal stuff in mm. there, I yeah, can imagine. So yeah. kind of is, is it, do you feel like this is some sort of a therapy for you to speak about this through music? Yeah, maybe a therapy because it, um, because English is not my natural language or my native tongue. Yeah. Um, it also f- feels um, maybe a bit more... Um, distant yeah then? maybe more distant than my than my own language mm-hmm. um so it really feels like if i'm if i'm able to to tell a story in, through another language and through music also um yeah if it really feels like then that it's it's a kind of out of you or yeah I don't know, yeah it's so interesting because i heard a lot of people saying that they can't talk about mental health in another language because it doesn't feel genuine but it's so interesting that you say that it actually helps Mm -hmm. like I've never thought of it like that before and I'm also not a native speaker so I also went through some mental stuff in my life recently especially here I got help here in the Netherlands and I actually think it's important to talk about mental health so this Mm -hmm. is a mental health topic (laughs) right now but um, I also got help in English and surprisingly I was very skeptical in the beginning that will I be able to you know express my struggles in in a completely different language but it it does help I think as well a Mm. lot because you can also distance yourself from your struggles with the language so because I feel like it's very hard to, you know, I guess like it would be hard for you as well to express all that in Dutch. It's mm-hmm. scary, right? Yeah. A little mm-hmm. bit. Um, is that in relation to why you sing in English and not in Dutch? Or Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think. But also, um, I think English, yeah, or that English is a, a prettier language to... <laughs> to um, to yeah, remake uh, sentences or phrases, I think. And yeah. when you do it in, in Dutch, it's always way uh, yeah, platter eigenlijk, or way mm. more upfront also, but also not maybe. Yeah, there. I think the the yeah the the, the English le- language the the English language is maybe yeah a bit more fluent or yeah. yeah, it definitely is beautiful. I think and. And again, I don't think you have any issues with the language using all these beautiful metaphors <laughs> and, and also being upfront about how you feel. So thank you so, so much for this music that you played for us today. And before we go, I do have to ask you, please tell us where we can find you on social media, on the music platforms. We want to hear everything. All right. Um, um, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. And I got a personal account so f- for the cover thing and um, 
my Jet Force is on ook. Um, you can, yeah, you can find me if you put in candles in spring on Susan S U S U S A N N, and then a dot. Important. <laughs> the dot Never is important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and on Facebook, um, you can find me under Suzanne Music, and on Instagram under under Susanne Teal. Susanne Teal. S U S I N N A. Yeah. Yeah. Weird to say it also now in, in, of in Dutch. Um, but yeah, not on Spotify. Okay. Cool. And um, do you have any releases coming up by any chance that maybe we could watch out for in the future, having all this social media done and written? Mm -hmm. Not in the near, near future. I hope maybe to release uh, another song within two, three months. But that also will be very, very fast. Yeah. Uh, But definitely within now and a half year, there will be another song. And maybe within now and a year... There will, may, might be an album or an EP. I hope an album, but it's <laughs> a lot of work. So, Well, I can say, I think on, on behalf of all of us, that we hope it's going to be a full album <laughs> so we can hear more of you in the future. Thank you so much for coming today. This was Slim Radio Live Sessions. Hope you have the best of luck in the future with your music. Yeah, and thank you. you and guys, thank you for having me also. Really. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a it great was, experience. Thank yeah, you. it was our pleasure. So thank you so much. And keep listening to good music, guys. Follow us on social media as well, Slim Radio. We out! <laughs>